Sometimes, if you listen really hard, you can almost hear it. Our first ever instant star is... Jared, girl, you're the real thing. That moment in your life changes. It's about a girl who is just about to fly off and uh, see the world. Forever. Jude Harris! Hello and welcome to The Breakdown, an Instant Star Rewatch podcast. As always, I am joined by my lovely co-host, Sam. And I'm here with the beautiful Chloe. And today we are recapping Instant Star episode 12, season one, Train in Vain. The episode. Just a quick disclaimer before we start. I always kind of gather like the episode information for these recaps and I've been following Wikipedia for the original air date Wikipedia is wrong so (laughs) around about episode six of season one the air dates that I said were completely wrong by about a week (laughs) so apologies don't trust Wikipedia yeah Wikipedia I just don't like that anybody can enter anything. Yeah. And then go back and change it and this and that. And I'm like, I don't like Wikipedia. No. So I'm now following IMDb, which says the original air date of this episode is April 17th, 2005. I love this episode so much. I do too. I really struggled to find dislikes for it i did too i found one and i just it's because i thought it was completely unnecessary for this episode yeah i think i found one or two i just i found one and i just i put it just because like i said i thought it was completely unnecessary for this episode it's just such a good episode though i really i was like i just i love it i can't find anything wrong Yes. Let's get into the synopsis. Okay. Jude's about to finish her album and she should be ecstatic, but she's too preoccupied about losing Tommy, who's just announced he doesn't think he'll produce her next album. That is the synopsis. (laughs) Yes. And then Prime just added, Jude thinks she might be able to change his mind if she can just help Tommy relaunch his solo career. And I was like, why did you add that? Because that's kind of important, but not really. Yeah. Yeah, I'd really like to talk a little bit about that kind of subplot of this episode because, yeah, we'll get into it. Okay. Is it your turn for the recap? Yes. Cool. So the recap, I have opens with Jude in the studio recording the last song for her album. Tommy tells her he may not produce the next album. He needs a break. Darius offers to manage Jude. Sadie shows, Sadie shows up to interview Tom for a class and mentions Frozen. Tommy's unfinished solo CD. Jude asks Chris what Frozen is and learns what happened. While Sadie's interviewing and eventually kissing Tommy, 
Jude is meeting Rodelia. She agrees to let him manage her, and he gives her frozen. She rewrites the song while Tommy and Chris finish her album. After the album is finished, she plays the song for Tommy. It leads to a fight. He tells her there is no more of them. Tommy and Darius have a scene or a talk, and Darius basically tells him that the CD was crap, the Frozen CD, um, but what his work on Jude's album is really, really good. Um, and then Tommy goes to Jude's house before he leaves for New York, and he tells her that he'll produce her next album. Yeah, that's the episode. <laughs> yeah. What did you think watching this episode for a recap instead of just watching it as like a fan? Because obviously we're looking for things when we watch it now. I like that it gave more of Tommy's kind of like backstory because of how Chris said it was right before he left Boys Attack. Mm-hmm. Um, and it showed more of the Tommy and Darius backstory. And it kind of shows how long Chris has been involved in Tommy's life. Yeah. Because Chris was the drummer on the frozen CD and I just I like I picked up a lot more like subtle hints Mm -hmm. and things I didn't pick up on the last time yeah yeah and I guess we're looking at it with more like investigator eyes yeah like you're not just watching the episode for enjoyment you're like oh I love how this montage was put together or yes we're speaking of montages I absolutely love this montage at the beginning with the like where she's it's so perfect yep yeah and the song just weaves perfectly through the episode Okay, well, let's talk about, where should we start? Let's talk about the real world to begin with, because we don't see much of the real world this episode. Right. But Jude is still trying to help fix Kat and Jamie's relationship. Yes, which, we do see score for a split second. <laughs> which, again, makes episode 10 seems so wildly out of character for Jude because ever since then she's been trying to fix it and prior to that she was never that bitchy in the first place no so 110 is still a standout for weirdness I feel like 110 is like a big I almost feel like it's a dream episode. (laughs) Fever dream episode. Yes, fever dream. So, school is finishing up, and I just love that this episode is about, I find that with second to last episodes of seasons, the second to last episode is the one that ties up all the loose ends. Mm Mm-hmm. 
because often the last episode of a season is very specific to a certain topic yeah so this episode is all about like fixing things and making sure that everything's in a nice neat little bow mm-hmm. I mean what did you think about Darius turning up and offering to manage Jude I mean it's kind of out of the blue you know I I didn't know where to put Darius this time some of me wanted to put him as actually for the first time ever I actually have him as one of my heroes and as one of my villains yeah because I actually thought he was being genuine I thought Tommy yeah. was maybe being a bit over the top yeah like he and seemed like, genuine I think he's being genuine when it comes to what he was saying to Jude and to Tommy. Mm -hmm. I think he was doing it in his own way, like you said, with the, how he said, like, you know, unlike your CD, roses don't come in platinum and stuff like that. He was being over the top and very dangerous about it. But... I mean, like I said, I have him on my hero and my villain list. Yeah. I, I, mean, didn't, I didn't know where for a long time I was like, for a long time he just sat on my hero list. Yeah. It's, yeah, it's interesting. Like in the flashbacks, he's portrayed as being horrible, but mm -hmm. he seemed like he was being nice to Jude. Yeah. I think, and I, you know, we see this especially in later seasons, but I think he respects Jude. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's very, it's not shown very well, but it's shown in episodes like this. Mm -hmm. And in later episodes and later seasons. Yeah, yeah, agree. Agree. Because well, he doesn't, sometimes he'll take a crap and sometimes he's going to be like, I'm going to smack you down a couple of pegs and, yeah, you know. Yeah, I think he sees Jude's talent and obviously he's a businessman, so he's always thinking yeah, in businessman terms, but he really did seem like he was being authentic. Mm-hmm. Well... Let's talk about Tommy and Sadie because I'm <laughs> their relationship really confuses me. Okay. It confuses me so much. Let's go I from the top of the season. Episode oh. one, two, and three, they barely, if at all, interacted. Episode four, they made out. Cool. Yes. Cool. And then we've barely really seen Sadie the rest of the season. She's yeah. often not been in episodes. Then episode 11, she basically saves Music Helps by persuading Tommy to perform. Mm -hmm. And now in this episode, they're getting hot and heavy in the studio. And I'm like, again, <laughs> cool, but 
I don't really, can't really follow where your relationship has been. It's really... Are they dating? I mean... I mean... I'm trying not to let what I already know play a part, Mm -hmm. which is really hard because, of course, I want to be like, well, blah, 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 blah. But we're watching it as if we're doing it for the first time. Yeah, and that's why I'm trying to... That's why when you add up all that stuff, you're like, what? It's very, like, hot and cold. The only thing I can figure is it's supposed to be one of those ones where we don't see a lot of it. Yeah, and we're expected to just assume that they are dating, but we're not seeing it. Yeah. Like, I would have preferred to see them dating than Kat and Jamie, to be honest. Yeah, I would too. And, like, well, because, like, when... Sadie shows up at the studio. Jude is even like, what are you doing here? Like, when did they set that up that she was going to come in and do this for the, her class? Yeah, it's. I'm very confused. If I'm watching it brand new, I'm confused. Yeah. Yeah. But also when I watched it years ago, I wasn't confused because, I don't know, maybe, maybe when you're watching it for a recap, you notice these things more. Mm-hmm. And something I've been having trouble with, even though we're trying to watch it and not let future seasons and what we know play a part, it's like on episodes like this with them, I'm telling myself, okay, just stay in the here and now. And I'm like, but it's so confusing in the here and now when I know. Yep. <laughs> yeah, it's. Yeah, I'm just, I'm very confused about Tommy and Sadie. I'm, I'm kind of here for it as a grown-up. Like, I'm here for their relationship, whatever that is at this point. Yeah. Well, let's talk about her dad turning up and catching them making out and then flying off the handle. Oh, he pissed me off. I'm like, he's really not. I had it as a what-the-fuck moment, actually. He's not that much older than Sadie. Well, no. There's that, and it's like... I had him as my villain. I actually can't remember who I put as my villain. We'll get that. <laughs> um, but because I'm like... He's laying into Sadie about all this. He's like, what about the year that Jude's had? You know, Tommy's her producer. And I'm like, what if, and Sadie even says it. And she's like, what about the year I had thanks to you? Yeah, poor Sadie gets the rough deal. She really does. I love Sadie. But it's just the way he was like, she's, he's too old for you. I'm like, hang on. I'm like, he's really not. He's like, what, 23? 22 at this point, I think. Yeah, because we don't ever see his birthday, so he's 22. <laughs> he's forever 22. <laughs> yes. So she's meant to be 18? Yeah. That's a four-year age gap. That's really not that bad. No, really not that bad. Especially when you're eight. Well, 
what's the age of consent? Because in England it's eighteen. So by the time you're eighteen, you I think do it's eighteen. Yeah, so it's no big deal. No, I guess he's playing the dad card, but he really yeah. hasn't been a very good dad to Sadie this season. No. Yeah, it's very interesting. Well then, Jude getting frozen back from Darius. I mean, this whole plot line to me, I guess they needed a plot line to keep Tommy to stay. Mm. But it seems very out of character for Jude to be like, oh, okay, I want to be a producer all of a sudden. Yeah. I'm like, I'd I can't really see her producing, but I could see, like, helping, like, write and stuff like that if you would have wanted to. Yeah. But I'm like, you just finished here for our salary. You're not ready to start producing. I mean, what she does is a lovely gesture, but she literally signs her life away, potentially. Yeah. Well, she does to get an old CD back, which, you know, when Tommy has his freak out, which again, I think was over the top, but she basically got a crappy old CD back from Darius. Like if he was gonna make music again, he probably wouldn't even go back to Frozen. Yeah. Cause I'm sorry, Frozen is not. <laughs> I really want a full version. <laughs> Seriously, get rid of Me Out of Me on the soundtrack and put Frozen on instead. Yes. Uh, well, we'll talk about the end and then we'll get into all the other parts of the recap. Tommy and Jude have a massive fight because she did what she did. I think Tommy was overreacting, but, you know, that's mm-hmm. what he does. Yes. And then he turns up at the house and they make up. I just love the end scene where he walks back to the car and both Jude and Sadie are there. Yeah. It's, I guess it's like the audience knows that he's seeing Sadie and Sadie knows that she's seeing Tommy, but Jude has mm. no idea. Yeah. And I guess it sets us up for the next episode where mm. things will be revealed. But what did yeah. you think of the end? I mean, I thought that I thought the episode was pretty perfect, to be honest. I do too. I mean I just it's one of my favorite episodes. Same. There's not much I can like nitpick about with this episode yeah I love the opening you know I love the opening I like the plot lines I like the ending same it's probably one of the might even be the best oh no not the best episode of the season one of the best of the season yeah I think it would go well we'll talk about that in our in our season one overview yes (laughs) but it is one of the best episodes of the whole season oh yes what did you have for the theme i just had true friendship because it's about 
Quest being loyal to Tommy, Jude getting frozen back, Kat and Jamie becoming friends again. That's better than mine. I just had dreams. <laughs> no, I like that. Explain that. I was thinking because, like, it's always been Jude's dream to to work on an album and finish one. It's been frozen at one point with Tommy's dream. So. Yeah, I yeah, know. I like that. I also think it's maybe about endings, like Jude's ending, recording her album, and things as everyone knows it is kind of coming to an end, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Let's get into our likes and dislikes. Okay. You go. My likes was the drama moments. All of them. <laughs> All of them. Um, and I love that they saved that Garn till this episode. Yep. Just the fact that I just wrote down that Garn. Yeah. <laughs> um, I wrote down Darius. <laughs> really? Yeah. I was like, why is he going on that likes list? It'll probably be one of the last times he does. <laughs> yes. So that was my likes. I had Tommy and Jude's flirtation throughout the whole episode. Yes. Uh, Tommy's protectiveness over Jude, because we haven't seen that. For a while. True. It started early on and then we didn't see it for ages and now we did. And how that girl just threads throughout the whole episode. I just love it. Mm-hmm. What about your dislikes? I get why they put it in there because it kind of fits with the overall theme and stuff, but I just wrote down the Jamie and Cat plot. I was like, it really, it fits, but it really didn't have to go in with the other, with the A and B plot we already had. Yeah, I think it was there to purely, like, tie up their storyline for this season. Yeah. Yeah. I had Stuart being over the top about Sadie and Tommy. Yes. And I had Tommy being over the top about Jude getting frozen back because he didn't need to fly off the handle like that. Mm-hmm. But I guess he was really flying off the handle about her signing with Darius. Yeah. But the way he's like, there's no we anymore. It's like, whoa. It's like, that's rude. <laughs> yeah, just it was unnecessary. Tommy has some anger issues. <laughs> yes, he does. Did you have any funnies? No, not for this one. I only had one, which was the whole frozen flashback. <laughs> yes. Quest hair and oh. yes. So good. Um from my what the fuck moment, I've heard, why are there so many people at the studio on that night? 
<laughs> Why didn't I think about that? <laughs> Was that your only one? Yeah. Oh, I had a few. Why did we never get a full version of Frozen, both Tommy and Jude's versions? True. Why is Kat so mad at Jamie, but is so happy to mend fences with Jude? Like, technically it was Jude's fault. Mm-hmm. Uh, I just had, is Tommy too old for Sadie? I don't think, I don't think he is. No. And where is Jude's mum? Like, there's so many people at that party, but she's not there to celebrate. <laughs> My mom's not there. Uh, I guess, well, no, we don't know what happens, but it just seemed weird that she was absent for that. Yeah. Hmm, interesting. Which kind of, in a sense, ties back into... In all her episodes where her mom wasn't really into her whole music thing. Yeah, that's a good point. I never thought of it that way. Mm. But, I mean, you would still think that you would be there on the night that she finished her album. Yeah, her first ever album. I'd be pretty but... pissed if my mom wasn't there. Yeah. <laughs> uh, okay, heroes and villains. I'd like to hear who yours are. Hero, I'm kind of, um, but I put Jude. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I had you too. She kind and of then, saves the day for everything. Yes. And then villains, I had Darius and Stuart. Yeah, my villain was Stuart because I was like, who, why are you here? Why? Yeah, I'm not sure if Jude is the hero. I struggled with the hero for this one. Yeah, I did too. I was like, but then I was like, if I, I'm like, because I got to kind of, I'm like, I have two villains. I at least got to put somebody. And I was like, I guess Jude. Yeah. I guess what she's trying, she was trying to do the right thing. Yeah. Tommy. So, yeah. Yeah, I guess she's the hero. Should we get into our song review? <laughs> song review of that girl. I obviously gave it a 10. I mean, it's my favorite song from season one. Yeah. It's just, oh, I love that garn. Does it beat skin? <sighs> I can't remember what I gave skin. I gave skin a 10 too, I think. I think I gave it a 9. Yeah, I gave that girl a 10, so it really is. I think this song almost sums up the whole season as a song. Yeah. I mean, I can't really say if it beats Skin or not, because they're so two different completely songs. It's just, it's a song that I can just play. And never get bored of it. Yeah. For skin, I kind of have to be in like an angsty mood to listen to it. Yes. Oh, it's just a perfect song. And it's perfect for this episode. Yes, it is. I love it. Oh, chills. 
Yes. Did you have anything for pop culture? Uh, Sadie's tape recorder. <laughs> when does she? Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then her dad says something when he goes to school. He's like, you're not answering my pages or my phone calls. So oh, yeah. I thought pages, pagers. I'm like, I don't think pagers are around then, but okay. I never had a pager. I really want one. I never had a pager. Like, I would have one now. Just so I could have one. Yes. <laughs> uh, well, obviously, the episode is named after a song. Train in Vain is a song by The Clash, released in 1979. Uh, Jude's dad is going to see Tom Waits, who is an American musician. I've never actually listened to him. Uh, Kat says to Jamie, I keep looking at you expecting to see something horrid like Chucky or Freddy Krueger. <laughs> Chucky is obviously the horrific fictional character from Child's Play film franchise. <sighs> and Freddy Krueger is a fictional character in Nightmare on Elm Street. I have never seen either of those movies. I haven't either, but I don't do horror movies, so. But that's all I have for pop culture. I was, I thought I'd missed a load, but I think it just didn't have much this episode. Mm -hmm. What was your favorite quote? I do your next album. Oh, really? Yeah. Why didn't I have that? (laughs) I had... Uh, Tommy, you're my producer, my co-writer, my partner. Couldn't do this without you. Oh, why did I have that? And when Tommy says, a gift for me, I didn't get you anything. Oh. (laughs) Well, we can have all three now. Yes. What was your hashtag iconic? So the hug, like little face hold. Same. In the hall when they meet. In the hall, and after Quest announced the mixing of her album is done. Yeah, he like strokes her face. Yes, I'm like, of course, that's my hashtag iconic. Yeah, I had exactly the same one. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, such a good scene. Yes. Like, can you two just get together already? Can you just please figure your shit out? Get your shit together. Let's spin the wheel. We're most likely to. Most likely to stay calm during an emergency. I want to say Sadie. Mm-hmm. She seems very calm. Yeah. Yeah, I think Sadie. Yep. Definitely not Kat. No. Probably not even Jude. No. Yeah, Sadie for me. Yeah, I'd say Sadie too. She's very like zen. Yes. Well, that's a recap of episode 12. I can't believe we have one episode left to recap of season one. Oh, no. <sighs> oh. We did it. We're, well, we nearly did it. Yes. 
we will be back next week with the finale of season one. I can't believe it. But we have some really fun kind of bonus episodes lined up for the end of season one for everyone. So keep listening and we'll talk to you next week. Bye. Bye. Thank you for listening to The Breakdown, an Instant Star rewatch podcast. The Breakdown was produced by me, Chloe, and Neon Network Production. Make sure to follow us on Instagram and Twitter, and listen to all episodes of The Breakdown on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. See you next time. (laughs) 